This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Sounding Board question time for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. John Corbett on email. I've never really understood the constant push for nighttime grand finals on the basis given that I just don't believe that there is a huge number of people who would watch at night that can't or won't watch during the afternoon. Is this all supported by empirical evidence somewhere? It could it be that broadcasters always feel like they have overpaid for sports rights and are entitled to push for as much influence as possible? It goes on a little bit, Hachi. You got the premise of it. You're the man to answer that question, please. Well, it's not just about audience, albeit there's it's there's lots of evidence that, that well, there's in, indisputable evidence that there's more audience in the evenings than there are during the daytime. In a, you actually attract a, a, a less purist crowd in the evenings than you do during the day. But it's also the ad market values the evening product you know, more vividly, and you can charge greater premiums on ad spots. It's yep. a mix of, the, mix of the two worlds. Okay. Uh, Lachlan Walsh on Twitter, what does FRO mean? Um, I think we'll refer that one to Rowan Connolly, won't we, Hutchie? That's a, that's a sign-off that Rowan Connolly uses on uh, – on his Twitter, and I'll let him uh, explain that. I think it's a reasonably frustrated sign-off as a rule. Uh, Rick Batch, will Tassie, Stephen Bradbury get their way to a grand final? Well, actually, Rick, Rich, it's an interesting question because Hutchie is talking today in Tassie. Is that why you're down there, Hutchie? I think the AFL finals uh, have run their race in Tassie. I think the yeah. um, the Bulldogs will be here till later in the week, and that makes sense. It's been – it is a great place to – I think it was smart to um, play some footy here. I'll tell you what I would what I would do with Tassie next year, Damo. I've been thinking about this. I would give them a game of football every weekend at the same time slot, 4.30 on Saturday, be it Hobart or Launceston every week. So the AFL would go and do a deal with Tasmanian government. I'd say, if you write the check for X dollars, we'll give you a game around. Don't worry about sponsoring the clubs. We'll handle all the negotiations behind the scenes, but here's a here's a dedicated 4:30 after local footy game called 11 Hobart, 11 Launceston, and uh, 22 games a year, game around big and, teams, and you you the government write us a check, the AFL, a big one, we'll handle the clubs, and then you can go and commercialise those games, be it attendance or signage or other things yourselves and you can put that model into a local Tasmanian business that can start to so not when I say local Tasmanian business, you can start football Tasmania or whatever the entity is. That will be the future owner of the team. And you'll have day one revenues from twenty twenty two onwards while you're waiting. And then guess what? Um AFL, you can then go to North and say, North, we've got you four games in Hobart of the eleven. Hawthorne, we've got you four games in Launceston of the eleven. And the rest of the competition, we're putting up cash for 14 other home games to come here and play if you should choose. And you, see, has he, I wish you had to raise that in the main body of the standing books. I, I like that conversation. I reckon you well, probably yeah. thought that one through and maybe even pitched that to be part of that potential deal. Well, I think it's a, it, it, that's giving Tasmanian football consistency is a no brainer, isn't it? I might even mm. talk about that on the on 40 Classified tonight. There you go. There you go. I think I thought that I could hear that. Jared Moore on Twitter. Hutchie, when hiring on our talent, do you, do you look through their social media platforms to see the number of followers they have, the engagement they get, and whether their content aligns with your company values? It's a great question. 
I think what I would say is this. If you aspire to work in any job, you need to have your social media house in order because people do judge you more on your behaviours on social than you than you think or believe. Okay. Yep. You like this one, Hutchie. Does the Toby Green incident, and this is from Clinton Rose on email, remind you of the one with the – he's referring to me and the Bulldogs coach at the Brownlow? If so, please explain. Yeah. That was a Bevo-like demo incident. <laughs> if, there was, if there was vision, Damo was Matt Slevick, who's been the annoying guy in the middle of the way, and Toby was just being Luke Beveridge trying to get to the bar. <laughs> it's a great analogy. Was the contact, was the force Sergio. about the same? Do you think, or was it a little was Bevo a little on the stiffer side? Um. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually a good question on a few fronts. Let's move on. Sergio on Twitter. Hachi, when Caro's Arrow delivered a non-footy political pot shot at Jeff Kennett, should you as host disclose to the viewers that Caro's husband is a senior person in Dan Andrews' media unit? Was this a case of Caro's Arrow and Brenton's bow? Let me jump in before you answer it, Hachi, even though it's addressed to you. I'd be staggered if Caro um, influenced her own opinion on anything dependent upon who it is that uh, may or may not be working for in her own household, Hachi. That's just my answer to that. I saw a few people pose this question on social. And, yeah, Caroline is her own person with her own views and Brendan is his own person with his own views. And neither of them, neither of them have ever in their uh, esteemed careers rode each other's boat um, from a, an issue point of view in my experience. Yep. In fact, often Serious they've been cast on the opposite side of the political conversation. Okay. Serious one here, Hutchie. Uh, Glenn Johns on email. In regards to reporting by Winks, he being Nick McKenzie, and his recent coverage of right-wing extremists, I thought you guys were a little critical of ASIO, perhaps due to an infatuation with Nick by suggesting that he scooped security agencies by getting in undercover. How do you know that ASIO or others haven't? They are very good at what they do, and a reason as to why domestic incidents are thwarted some of which we don't even hear about. Yeah, well... You were critical that, of that. You, you, I might have laughed at what you said, but you were the one who was critical. So if there's something serious no, I, to play out here, uh, I'm washing my hands of what you said. As, as Ross Lyon would say, I'm on, a, I'm on a journey of growth and discovery. So if that's... <laughs> if that's that's uh, reported by Joe Clark. If that's fair, then uh, and speaking of Winks and Ross... Uh, then yeah, I'll, I'll take that on board. If there might have been, yeah, there might have been the source of the story for all we know. <laughs> um, we've got a media one here, Hachi. Uh, Mark Heenan on email. Why do media organisations uh, slash websites continue to front their footy journalists' thoughts as their main lead in AFL coaching stories? Look at two recent examples and the two examples that Mark has provided here. Alistair Clarkson, quote, firming for Carlton job in 2022. Fox footy reporter Tom Morris believes Alistair Clarkson is slowly becoming more open. That's that story. Sam McClure on another story. Sports Day co-host David Teague won't be coaching Carlton next year and Ross Lyon is all but certain to replace. Now, Mark goes on. I've been working in the media for 20 years, which includes stints at the Herald Sun and have worked in local newspapers. And normally the journalist who writes the story and talks to the source and the journalist is not the quote source of the article. They report the article. Do you think this is continued? Sorry, do you think this continued narrative is bad journalism, edit, and diminishes the quality of sports journalism in the media? It's a good question because I think every organisation at times is now heading down that path, isn't it? It's, it's a good question because it's a, it's a change from what we've been known, Hachi. The, the actual reporter itself is is referred to before the subject of the of the report. And, yeah, and, and I, I don't have an issue with it because it ultimately comes down to the. 
the, the credibility of the, of the outlet, but obviously, ultimately, the, the uh, individual in question. Yeah, what we're seeing, what we never used to see, which we see a lot of now, is people reporting on reporters' views. Um, so it's really even white, even white lab, yeah, white labeling content, and it and obviously works from a clickbait perspective, or you know, yeah. or it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't it, happen. It's it is a good question though the way um, Mark has uh, has framed it though in terms of what we discuss, and I, I might actually have a look at that next week. Denim Samaras on Facebook under the Doherty Institute plans, unvaccinated Australians are facing limitations of movement once the targets are met. This means players choose to go without may or may not be able to travel or play next year. What kind of ramifications could that have on AFL and NRL teams, fixturing and player contracts? I have a view, Hutchie, and I think it's going to stay firm. The government here still won't ever legislate what you can and can't do. They will advise, they will recommend, they will suggest, they will poke and they will prod, but I don't feel we are a country where they're going to actually edict it through legislation. And as such... The AFL and NRL, which are dependent for their operations on government contracts and dealings, I don't see them either. Therefore, legislating. Yeah, no, I think it's. I think a lot of the onus is being shifted to the employers. So there's no doubt about that, and that's going to be a, a very tough minefield for employers in Australia in the next 18 months. So the government don't want to legislate. Um, in sport, I think it's going to be a bit more legislated by by industry. I think the AFL are going to be pretty tough. On vaccinations, I think most, I think NRL will probably be even tougher by the time they they get to it. Yeah. Um, it it rightly, wrongly, uh, agree, disagree. The walls are closing in on the unvaccinated from a sport and event perspective, in particular. Yep. A last one, Hutchie. Steve James on Facebook. Hutchie's man Andrew Bogut sent out a video that took aim at sports stars, politicians, and influencers, etc. What is his reward for doing something like that? It seems like a big risk. I um, am aware of that video the, that Steve James refers to. I haven't actually watched it. I did want to set aside and watch it at a later time, which I haven't got yet got round to. But it did seem to be reasonably controversial in the way it was uh, submitted. Yeah, I saw it and. Uh... You know, I'll, I'll leave it to you to decide what you, what you thought of it, Damo, because I'm a bit damned if I do and damned if I don't. If I if I say that if I support the the video, that I'll be seen to be supporting the views. If I don't, I'll be seen to be critical of Andrew. Um, yep. So I'll, I'll I'll refrain from getting involved. Other than I, I understand made, what I understand what you're saying there, and I'll let you off the hook there because I, I know what you're saying in that in that context with yours and Andrew Bogut's past. But I think that has been a thawing too, as 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 per the the thawing that you've got going on in your own life at the moment, Hutchie, which is um clearly working for you because people seem to be embracing the new Craig Hutchison anyway. Not sure about that. That's been the sounding board for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to thaw, choose to DrinkWise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for DrinkWise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. 